Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Not Another Sales Podcast themed week on Face Your Fears. Today's episode is all around the fear of failure. The fear of failing is a common reason as to why we never start something sometimes, whether it be a passion, new hobby, or a business. You know, we're naturally fearful of the unknown, and our mind often creates all these possibilities of what could go wrong, and also the fear of how we'll feel at the end of this. In the episode today, I'm joined by NLP practitioner and coach Sarah Gregg, change specialist and head coach at imachangemaker.com, Andrew Tilling, and founder of Mindful Talent and executive coach, Alistair Gray. My guests will be sharing their perceptions of why we sometimes have this innate fear of failure, where it stems from, and most importantly, how you can deal with this. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Hi, it's Sarah Gregg here from The Power to Reinvent, here to share my thoughts today on the dreaded fear of failure. The fear of failure is without doubt the biggest killer of our dreams. It's what stops us in our tracks, prevents us from taking risks and moving forward, and is probably the biggest hurdle for many of us to overcome to live a full and authentic life. But the irony of this fear? Well, Those that overcome this fear are without doubt the most successful, highest achievers in our society. Those who live in the shadow of fear, however, live a half-life, never really stepping into their full potential. They leave behind dreams of what could have been for the comfort of what they know best. So how do you become one of those people that can look failure straight in the eye and move forward without any fear. Well, the great thing is if any, if one person can, anyone can. And a lot of the times fear of failure exists in the mind. It's just a word that we've associated over time with negative emotions and negative images. So it's just about telling the brain, hey, we're going to think something different about this and then repeating it over time until failure becomes your friend. And the strategy is twofold. So first of all, think. So get your thoughts right by reframing your belief on failure. Write down new and empowering beliefs and repeat them every day. Stick them on some post-it notes and have them around the room. Here's some of mine to get you started. For example, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. If you never stop moving forward towards the pursuit of your goals, then you never really fail. Use failure as your most valuable life lessons. Notice how with each failure, you learn a bit more about yourself and about your business, about your journey. And when you take that knowledge and apply it, you do better. When you know better, you do better. When you fail, it means that you're trying. You're actually moving forward. It's part of the journey. There are milestones along the way on the the road to success. So embrace it and don't fear it. Use it as an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to grow. The next bit involves acting because we can have the greatest mindset ever. But if we don't take action towards what we want, then we're probably not going to progress. As Einstein says, nothing happens until something moves. So move forward, take action towards those goals and watch how your confidence grows and the fear of failure gradually subsides and you realize that it's probably not as scary as you imagine and when you approach it with a growth mindset a mindset where it's not really failure and it's just a learning point how it reframes and changes everything 
Failure gifts us with learning. Failure builds our resilience and persistence. Failure enables us to grow and create. Failure is a sign that you're trying and that you're moving forward. To fail is to live fully unauthentically. And there is nothing to fear about any of that. My name's Andrew Tilling, um, and I help people who want to make a difference. And I help them become successful and fulfilled leaders of change and open the doors on extraordinary careers as changemakers. And I do that through imachangemaker.com. The fear of failure is so closely tied to a fear of rejection for me, which I think anyone in sales can relate to. And I, I remember I, I had a lot of expectations I placed on myself as a kid. Right? I grew up in a very community-focused family. My mum ran a theatre school. My dad was always involved in charity projects and stuff. There was always something new to try your hand at. And when I was 16 and heard that my elder brother had died in a motorbike accident, I was I was so shocked. And I'm thinking I should be angry. I, I tried throwing things and, and that didn't make anything better. And so I didn't realise it, but I really stepped up into that older brother role for my two younger siblings. And it was, it was like a mask I didn't realize I was wearing until it became kind of both restrictive and impossible to feel at the same time. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And then, like I did many times afterwards, I ran away. I, I ran and I started taking on other masks as I run, right? Successful actor, did that for a bit. Fantastic teacher, dependable son. Uh, the one who can keep it all together in the face of a family tragedy, right? Unsustainable roles in which, well, frankly, I was doomed to fail because, well, because I never recognized my successes along the way. And I remember getting this rejection letter from the BBC. For an actor, right, that was a big deal. And, uh, well, I'm so, so angry. I'm clawing at the page because, well, this mask of the actor I was supposed to be born for, right? I'm, I'm failing in. So I changed career rather than face more rejection there. And so there's all these unfulfilled expectations and roles and, and responsibilities piling up on me as I go. Right? Impossible roles I could never truly fulfill. I'm constantly striving for approval from someone, from anyone, some kind of validation of some sort. And eventually, jobless, homeless, running away again, trying on all these masks once more. I, I just can't find one that fits. And I find myself having a complete breakdown in India. And I, I black out, completely pass out. And when I come to, it's like, it's like I can see that none of these masks are me. I'm kind of hanging out in the quiet space behind them all. And I realize I've got nothing to prove to anyone, to anyone. And I reach this place where I can connect with, with people without a mask and just be with them. And I start having all these really good quality conversations. And with this empathy, I build, the more people I, I connect with. And I start getting ideas about how I could do things to make things a little bit better. Well, a few months later, 
I get a job as a face-to-face fundraiser. And if you want to get comfortable with rejection, <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's quite a job to get selling effectively charitable giving on the street. But for me, it was, it was just about having these authentic conversations. And in three months, I found a million pounds worth of d- new donors with my team. And then a year after that, I've led a culture change project uh, as lead trainer in the largest face-to-face fundraising agency in the UK. And we've doubled results. We've raised £27 million. And since then, I've led change programs that have made millions for, for big business as well as charities and transformed local projects to make great impact. And it was all through this openness and lack of expectations with myself it kind of freed me up, right, to be authentic and open with others. Nowadays, I help people who, who want to make a difference become authentic leaders of change so that through the am- impact that they have, they can have a very fulfilled life and, and a successful career too as a change maker. For me, fear of failure isn't about you. It's about how you fear others see you. It's a basic fear of being banished from the tribe, of not fulfilling that role that we think we need to have in order to have a place within that tribe. You know, Helen Hayes, wonderful US actress, she had this quote and she said that her mother drew a distinction between achievement and success. She said that achievement is the knowledge that you've studied and you've worked hard, you've done the best that is in you, whereas success is being praised by others. And that's nice too, right? But it's not as important or satisfying. So always aim for achievement. Forget about success. Hey, Chris, it's Alistair Gray, the founder of Mindful Talent. And so today we're looking at the fear of failure. And um, it's a really interesting concept, the fear of failure, because um, it's often the the fear of failure that uh, prevents people from truly operating from a place of what I would describe as love, right? Their ambition is fueled by this fear of failure which often leads us to feeling quite an anxious uh, and apprehensive way of living. We can become consumed by the fear of failure, and quite often it can drive many people to, to success, but often at a cost, often at a cost of burnout or a feeling of dissatisfaction or a lack of fulfillment. And so the fear of failure, although some people will proclaim it, it really drives them in a positive sense, My experience of people who've been driven by fear of failure is quite often that they feel unfulfilled. Um, And and that's because the the motivating force, the the fuel, the driver is is one of of fear rather than one of love. Now, that may sound a little bit hippie to uh, a number of uh, the listeners, but I find it to be completely true in in the work that I do. When we are operating from a place of love, i.e. a love and a passion for the the project we're working on, a love and a passion for the people that we're working with, or a love and a passion for the outcome that we're moving towards, it's a very different scenario to the fear of failure. 
i.e. you tend to find the anxiety levels drop, uh, the sense of, um, of, of worry related to, to failure kind of subsides and dissipates. And so the fear of failure for me is, is uh, something that if we can understand the reason why we're afraid to fail, uh, and that could be from uh, our experience of growing up where we were told we, we weren't allowed to fail or, or where uh, failure was uh, categorized as a negative, then um, then it's worth understanding why am I frightened to, to fail? Because it's interesting, through my career, what I've found is that um, rather than viewing, uh, I suppose, traditional failures, if that's what we want to categorize them as, rather than viewing uh things that I've attempted to do as a failure, I've began to look at everything as a learning, right? And if you look at all of the world's top entrepreneurs and business owners and leaders, people like your Richard Branson's, your Tony Robbins, your Tim Ferriss's, if you look at all of these guys and individuals, your Oprah Winfrey's, um, at some point in their life, they've faced adversity. They've faced something that has been uh, extremely challenging and at the time probably felt like a failure, whether that was a business venture, whether it was a project, whether it was a relationship. And yet something that all of these individuals inherently have within them is the ability to look at that experience objectively and then look for the learnings within it. Because within those experiences, which we categorize and label as failure, is sometimes some of the biggest golden nuggets that will lead us to improve ourselves, to improve a product, to improve a business the next time round. And so failure for me, like I said, is is something that if we can break it down uh, and understand it and, and, and recognize where does this come from, where does this fear of failure been, been, been born out of, then that really helps. We have an awareness. And once we have an awareness of anything, we create the opportunity to have a choice. And so for anyone that fears failure, and, and for some this may be driving success, and for others it may be preventing them from taking a leap or a step into doing something that they feel passionate about, I would say understand where the, the fear comes from. Consider how you can operate from a place of love rather than fear, i.e. what is the driver? What is the purpose? As Simon Sinek would call it, what is my why? And from that place, you'll feel a different motivation. You'll feel a different driver. You'll feel that when you're working till 10, 11, 12 p.m. in the evening, it's not because you fear of failing. It's because you have a love for what you're doing. So that's really powerful for me. And then the second part is, again, reframing what failure means. Can we reframe failure and label it as learning rather than as failure? Because at some point or another, things are going to be difficult, especially if you're starting a business or you're leading a team or you're just going into your first role after university, whatever your situation is. There are going to be difficult moments and difficult patches, times when maybe we don't feel at our best and times when things just won't work out. But that's cool. If we can look at that and introspect and reflect on the experience and instead look for the learnings, because from what I've found working with clients in a coaching capacity is that usually within those deemed failures or experiences that we feel have been failures, 
there's a whole lot of learning in there which can really impact your world and, and the next project or the next step in a really powerful way. Thanks for tuning in to an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast, Face Your Fears. You know, I'd love to hear from you if you found this episode has resonated with you on a particular fear or if you've taken something away from what I guess shared with you. To connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name's Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm also on Instagram at Not Another Sales Guy with an underscore in each of those words. And also on Facebook under Not Another Sales Guy. I'd also really appreciate if you are listening to this and you found it valuable and you've taken something away from it to share it amongst your community, amongst your network. And if you're listening onto things such as Apple Podcasts, is to give it a rating. And I truly appreciate all of your support, all of your feedback and welcome any of your questions. But for now, I'll catch you soon.